I need a refill. <laughs>back to another episode of refill and chill star wars saturday i'm your host dylan fields here with my co-host brandon park brandon what's up what is good doing what is good as promised well hey as promised we've got two very special guests who are returning from a few weeks ago we got the very special panel of alex hale and mike tortorella what's up guys yeah brandon (laughs) i'm gonna cut you off every time you start talking too what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what do you mean, Mr. Tennis Balls? Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, we got, day. We've got a lot to talk about. First and foremost, welcome back, guys. Glad Thank to you. have you. Mike? Thank you. You're looking Thank good you. over there. It's good to be back. Uh, it's good to, you know, good to look at your face through a screen. Yes. <laughs> Do you guys like my mustache? I shaved it just for this podcast. <laughs> Are you trying to look like a Han Solo porno version? Because if so, <laughs> you need it. Yeah. Oh, Show me your blaster. No. Did you shoot first? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, you're done. <laughs> Before we even get started, boys, we just got the new Kenobi poster, May 25th. Very disappointed it's not May the 4th, but Brandon... No, tell- it's, no, it's fitting for May 25th. That's the 45th anniversary of A New Hope. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yep. I, it took me a minute to realize that Brandon had to show me that. I was so disappointed. I'm like, why not May the 4th? But now it all makes sense. And what a sight of him just in the desert with his uh, lightsaber and the twin sons behind him. Uh, he looks pretty good. If you zoom in, he's, he's dashing. <laughs> yeah it, it is you and mcgregor after all uh-huh he always <laughs> looks there. good chances of him saying hello there in this series is it is it gotta happen is it fan service can we take a bet on that it's like, a must for me yeah <laughs> it, it's a guarantee yes i'm also gonna say it's a guarantee <laughs> yeah i i cannot wait for that show after like this got me riled up to the max that now i all i want is star wars content the rest of the year i know we've yeah. got andor we hopefully got bad batch and they're talking mandalorian season three by christmas but that's a lot to pack in one year for star wars it seems like since last year all we got was bad batch um still good still good yeah i mean listen if they're just gonna take their time that's all good by me yeah. as long as they get it right in you know, do right by the fans. Yes. Take your time. Nobody yeah. loves uh, Star Wars more than Dave Filoni, except George Lucas. And George <laughs> Lucas didn't really know what he wanted. So Dave Filoni, I, I trust him. If it's not Filoni, it's Baloney. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark that. Or yeah. Put, uh, put it on Disney, a t-shirt. And sorry, Disney already beat you to it. <laughs> They're already <laughs> making shirts. <laughs> so... Now let's get into the topic at hand. We just re, re we just really got what I thought was I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I actually enjoyed this finale. 
Um, but You're I do wild. have to say, I well, I do have to say the headline of the show was what the fuck was that? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I was mainly leaning towards my high expectations and low res- or little you know low results. Um, Alex, we haven't talked to you since uh, week two. How did you feel throughout this series coming um, into coming into today? I felt like they weren't really doing Boba much, you know, respect. Like, because obviously the previous two episodes were more about the Mandalorian, and rumors have speculated that this is more of Mandalorian season three episodes than actual Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. So I can, I mean, I've enjoyed it. Like, it's not like been 10 out of 10, but it's been a solid seven. You know, some episodes eight, obviously the Mandalorian episodes were. <laughs> probably perfect last week i was probably crying for the most part when i saw ahsoka and luke together it was like yeah. oh my god i've waited for this forever and i'm seeing it thank you um but moving on to boba like up to this point like my expectations were very high after the last episode when the reveal of cad bane happened huh. cad bane is one of my all-time favorite characters because I I love to hate him. He gets under my skin so much, but I love it. It's almost like oh, my him. favorite – one of my favorite wrestlers is MJF. He has that, you know, charisma of, like, you hate him, but you love it. And that's his Cad Bane. Yeah. Like, and when I saw him, I freaked out. And I'm sick as can be last Wednesday. I have no voice. I had some sort of, you know, really bad cold. And I'm literally freaking out, screaming, oh, my God, it's Cad Bane. I'm like, yeah, I'm risking coughing for the next hour, but I don't care. It's Cad Bane. It's great. <laughs> so my expectations were sky high for this episode because I'm like, we're getting a Cad Bane Boba Fett showdown. Grogu has to make his decision, which I- I'm going to say. I texted you, Dylan, about this. Mm-hmm. If he chooses the lightsaber, the sequels are now erased because – Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, is the first student. Yep. If he picks the armor, then there's still a gray area that the sequels could be, you know, erased, but it's not done yet. And we'll get to that in a minute, what the decision was. But I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be a huge episode. I was excited as hell. Yeah. Mike, off of that, what did you think going into this week since we've last spoke? So... Um, I told you off the pod and I told uh, BP, I, to prep for this final episode, I wanted it to be fresh in my mind. I binged the whole show starting from last night at 11 PM till today around one. And then obviously got to episode seven and finished the show. Um, and some things have become clear to me. Um, and I don't want to talk too long. Um, but everything with the Tuscan Raiders was amazing. His relationship with them, the train sequence was awesome. Um, him coming back and finding them all gone was, was awesome. Um, them planting the seeds that it wasn't them was really cool. Um, the cinematography was amazing. I, I will say this right now. Episodes five and six were amazing. Possibly some of the best, some of the best Star Wars content since the Mandalorian stuff. Um, episode six, the way that they did Luke, I don't even, I can't comprehend how they actually did Luke's fate. Like I, it blows my mind how insane the CGI is. Like I couldn't, 
I was staring at it, waiting for something to strike me as like, you know, uncanny Valley, but it just didn't do it. It literally looked like Mark Hamill and it blew me away. Um, the scenes with him showing up on the planet, the, the kind of references to the sequels, you know, but you know, good references in, in terms of like the landscape and nothing else, you know, <laughs> um, the Western elements are incredible the way that they you know like we've talked about before the podcast created uh the good the bad the ugly um to the points where the shots were literally the same shots where they had the character in the frame the hat down when cad bane walked in my balls hit the fucking floor (laughs) like a ton of bricks dude i'm seeing this guy you know coming off of clone wars you know he it was, you know, where was he for a while? We didn't know where he was. It was kind of ambiguous as to whether he's still around, whatever. He walks in right after Mando kind of makes the deal with the marshal and the city. Um, and it was still a little ambiguous at that point, but he comes in and what you have next is one of the best like sci-fi Western showdowns I've seen. The tension was there. The dialogue was there. Cad Bane looking like a fucking champ was there. And then having him get shot and obviously not dying is, you know, we, we stayed and watched the end credits or whatever, but everyone thinking he was di- dying for an episode. That was amazing. Um, and, and the show as a whole, I, I think I agree with Alex. They, they kind of did Boba Fett dirty after like the third or fourth episode. It wasn't really about him. They didn't show him as much of a badass aside from him making his own staff and, you know, having the rifle and some of his scenes were really cool. Um, the end scene, um, which I know we're going to talk about the last episode in, in uh, particular but the last scene where they had um his assassin do some of that stuff instead of him i thought also did him dirty but overall i am insanely pleased with with the show as a whole barring like two episodes like one in the middle and then the final one um but yeah dude i'm just i'm blown away i'm so happy everything with mando was amazing every scene that he's in he steals and every every, when him and boba were working together that was really cool too i wish there was more of it we'll talk about the last episode but yeah dude i'm i loved every bit of it yeah i think you know in terms of the book of boba you know they did boba dirty but for star wars this was just incredible to watch i was I mean, I felt like a kid again, just sitting there watching these, this episode by episode. And every week I felt like it was Christmas Eve waiting for the presents to show up under the tree. And then when we got Grogu and Luke, it was like, oh my gosh, Ahsoka, oh my God. It's like that meme of Vince McMahon where he's just like, oh! Yeah, with the eyes glowing. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, when, she, when she's like, oh, you're just like your father. I was like, oh! I died! Yeah. yeah. Incredible. All right, so let's get into the finale. You know, I was going to write this long-ass breakdown, and then I realized we didn't have too much, like, too many scenes. I feel like 60% of this episode was just them running through Tatooine, pew, 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 at, you know, the wave by wave. It felt like you're watching a video game of, like, trying to get to the big boss. Like, yeah, I don't know. It just yeah. felt like you're, you're fighting waves of pikes and then the, the battle droids. Um, there was an actual term for them, Star Wars Theory. Uh, uh, somebody, the what? I think they were called scorpions, if I'm not mistaken. No, well, they were. It was like a. It, was, it sounded like scorpion. They had a specific name. Somebody. Yeah, Star Wars it. Theory said it earlier. I went through his uh, episode uh, today, but I missed the name. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Scorpions, but. 
So we start off, you know, they're trying to figure out what they're going to do. You know, they say the war has started. The Scorpionek. Um, okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they're in the old, I, I, we just call it the bar, or the cantina. They're in the cantina discussing what they're going to do. Uh, Mando says that the, you know, the backup's coming. And then Cad Bane shows up. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. And, you know, I thought there was going to be a lot more between Boba and Cad Bane. It just in the respect of their history together, it just felt like it was a little under the like brushed under the rug at first. Yeah. And then, you know, we jump right to Pilimoto and the X Wing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're getting Luke right off the bat. But then when the cockpit opens and it's just Grogu, uh, anything Grogu does is just like, aww. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. The fact that Luke wasn't in that fighter almost ruined that whole episode for me right then and there. I, like, I will kind of agree with that. It, it, it kind of took a little bit away for me. Yeah. It was, it, like, was like, it was like he got so pissed that he didn't want to be a Jedi that he just sent the school bus and sent him home. <laughs> I really thought, because when I saw the X-Wing, I was like, okay, we're getting Luke because I always expected it to be the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Because there were rumors swirling that Han was coming back. Right. And I'm like, oh shit, we're going to get Han Solo and he's going to help Boba and he's going to deliver Grogu because it all made sense. Like, Luke won't deliver him, but Han would. And yeah. I'm like, okay. And maybe we get a cut scene at the end of Luke training Ben. And as much as like, I want the sequels to be erased, I know it's probably an impossibility at this point, even going into the week, but still. You know, give us something like that to give us context to the sequels to make it more tolerable. Yeah. So. I yeah, I, I thought I and I thought, you know, doing all the CGI stuff with Luke, I figured that like Han, you know, especially with all the rumors, you know, flying around that like Han wouldn't be a problem at all. And what makes more sense in a in a in a Western style city shootout like Luke or Han? And in my mind, I was like, it's definitely going to be Han that shows up. But then when I saw the X-Wing, you're right. I was like, oh, it's, it's Luke. I'm fine with either. And then it was just Grogu. And I, I was a little disappointed for sure. And I think, I think they did Cad Bane a little dirty too. I could have watched yeah. 10 minutes of him standing there, staring at Boba, discussing their past more in depth, even yeah. cutting back to some, some like flashbacks or cutscenes or like while they're talking of like scenes of them. Cause if you're going to bring Cad Bane back in live action, <coughs> like have them, have them on for longer than just standing in these Western style scenes, still incredible pieces, but like, you know, a little bit more, you know, something there before he just, I would have, I would have tried to have Boba lure cat out into the battle and have them fly around because we know Cad Bane has the rockets on his shoes. So it's like, why don't we have them fighting above most Vespa? Right. Yeah. Why don't we have something like that where they're chasing each other down I mean, it almost kind of liked the effect of like how the Lord Voldemort and Harry Potter, you know, fight went in Deathly Hollows. Have them fight all over on top and then land on the ground. Then you have that Western shootout. And whether Boba or Cad Bay wins, I mean, I'm fine with how they ended that yeah. battle. But it's like, if you had done that, that would have just been so much more respect to Cad Bane, who I really deserves it. 
Yeah, I missed. I want. I thought that they were going to do some epic fight, right? They're going to flamethrowers back and forth, you know, and they're sparring and they're shooting and they're dodging, and they're taking cover, doing all this. And then when they're all out of weapons, then it's like down to a single bullet at a shootout. That's what I thought that they were setting up. And it was a callback for the, the second episode or the episode before this when they did the shootout with the marshal and he didn't win. So I thought that they were going to set it up like that, but they just went right into it. And I think he was really underused and I would have used like a big boss battle or I, I, like I wanted to see more. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> so, you know, we go from Cad Bane to, you know, them retreating and then, you know, it pretty much goes right into the Pikes showing up and they're, you know, battling between uh, the, t- you know, all the different, um, what do you want to call them, territories. They all turned on Boba and Chrysanthemum's out there in his uh, territory. The mods are in theirs. And then it becomes an all-out warfare. Uh, RIP, the Gamorreans. Really sad to see them fall off of uh, that cliff. I love I'm them. not going to lie. That was pathetic. Pathetic? Yeah. That was pathetic. They didn't even. They fight. just backed him over yeah. the edge. Yeah, it wasn't it, even it a was fight. literally like, it's literally like chasing goats off a ledge. Right, <laughs> especially watching them fight in one of the earlier episodes. Like they, yeah. five guys, bro. They're gonna take these guys out. Yeah. yeah. I mad respect though for when you know the battle is going on over by Boba and um, Mando, and Chris Santon shows up with like three of them on his back. <laughs> He's <Yeah>. just like. <laughs> Like that man, I Chrysanthemum was. Oh, I wish we'd have got more of him too. Like I actually like started to feel bad. Like, I thought they're gonna kill him off. I thought so too. Oh, oh no, yeah, I thought no, he was no, getting. I literally yeah. thought he was getting eaten alive at the one cut scene. <laughs> yeah, they, but, they were making nasty ass noises on him. What do you guys mm-hmm. think about the mods? Speaking of the mods, you brought them up. So you know the mods have a point now. Like I get it. I get you know Fennec Shan wouldn't be here without it. But speaking of Fennec Shan not being around. She wasn't there for the entire fight, and then she gets the kill on the pikes. Like, it should have been reversed. She should have been there, and Boba should have gotten the final kill. But that's here nor there. You know, we wouldn't have Fennec Shan without the mods. And then, obviously, now we have Cobb Banth going to be mod, you know, modified. But um, I thought those characters were pointless. I think they were just filler characters just to have extra bodies a part of this battle. Because, like, without them, like, really, who would be there to fat the battle? And and there's so much, like, you know, because of the colors. I was like, oh, it's the Power Rangers. It's like, right. <laughs> you kind of made it a little bit too cartoonish with them. And I'm like, they don't need to be cartoonish. They don't need the bright colors, you know, the comparison. Just make them badass. This is supposed to be a badass series. No cartoonish. It's Boba Fett. Right. Make it badass. It was like a 70s biker gang or like a diner-themed bikes. Like kind of, Yeah. I don't know what was going on there. They didn't do anything. I don't even remember their names. They they can't hit anybody to save their lives. I, I don't nope. know. They were literally using potato guns, basically. Yeah. yeah. Just, just clone troopers do. Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed um, <clears throat> the moment between Boba and Mando when he's like, you know, this yeah. isn't your battle. You can leave. And he's like, no, it's a part of my creed. Like, this is the way. And I'm like, ah, ah. Every time he says that, it just gets me all riled up. But, well, that's what that's what Mando season three is going to be about because of what happened in episode five. Like mm-hmm. he's kind of been he has to redeem himself. So he's that's what this is all about, which I thought was excellent to build on for Mando season three. Oh, yeah. That's all this was. This was literally I mean, it is Mando 2.5 Mando 2.5. One hundred percent. I don't even know why they call it the Book of Boba. Like it doesn't make any sense. 
I don't know why it's the book of Boba. Like, I know they're trying to do it like a play on, like, the Bible. But... Well, the reason why this is the book of Boba Fett, and this has been confirmed by multiple people, this was supposed to be a movie. Okay. And I know this because when I went to go see, I think it was episode eight, I think. No, Solo. Solo. When I went to go see Solo with my buddy, there was like this big SUV parked outside the Valley View uh, movie theater and it was in Boba colors. And I'm like, what the heck's this? And it said Boba Fett movie coming, Mm. I think 2021. This was supposed to be a movie. And I think they were saying like episodes uh, one through four was supposed to be the entire movie. So yeah, that's what this, I think that's where, this all got just clustered together yeah. because they didn't want to put the production value of solo into this. Cause that movie turned out financially great. So that's kind of the explanation of why it was the way it was. I just fear that like they got into <clears throat> sure. They filmed the first four, let's say, and then they were like, well, we don't really have much more to do with Boba. Like, what are we going to do? And they're like, well, We've got this other story of the Mandalorian. We've got this other story with Luke and Grogu. Dave Filoni with the Clone Wars, as you know, he is very known for pulling different stories and going from story to story at once in the Clone Wars. I mean, that this, this whole series itself felt like I was watching the Clone Wars because we were just jumping from story arc to story arc, which I'm cool with. It's Star Wars, but just name it Star Wars, the series. Don't name it the book of Boba and focus on Boba when we're not going to get Boba for two episodes yeah. in a row. <laughs> I don't think anyone thing I don't. Wow. I can't talk. I'm trying to speak uh, Gungan. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone would have minded one bit. If you would have called this Mandalorian season three with the amount that he was in the show and the, the, the amount of time that they focused on Boba Fett for the first couple episodes, dude, you know, I, I personally don't think because because now with it being the way it is calling it the book of Boba having three or four good episodes with him in it and then having him shafted for the rest of the show it's almost like why would you even call it that like what was what, what are you what are you trying to accomplish with this series you know we see that he's still alive we see where he gets some of his skills from you know we see how he makes his return we already know about the armor from the Mandalorian season two I don't think anyone would have cared that much if they just called it Mando season three you know what I mean? Right. right. Yeah. But I'm not trying to shit on the show because the show I really did enjoy. I did enjoy it. Yeah. And it had its moments. It had its very high highs and very low lows. But with all that being said, I'm going to jump back in. So we get the Rancor. That was incredible to see. That was great. Major callback to the Christmas special, him riding on the Rancor versus the <laughs> whatever you want to call that in the Christmas special. Um, but what I didn't like – after the cool ripping apart of the droids, it was the fact that the Rancor was like going after his squad. Like I know he only knows his master, but it was like, why are, why are his squad firing at this Rancor? Like they should have known that that was Boba's, but I don't know. I guess what do you guys think on that one? They're not building the story up properly. Like there's a missing element of storytelling. There happens in a lot of things. Obviously, Star Wars is not immune to that. So it's just a small thing. And I mean, I think the problem I have with the Rancor is, is that Cat Bane was just able to use the fire and it ran away. And it was like, bro, like 
swipe at Cad Bane and eat him. Like, yeah. okay, fine, whatever. That's I'm glad, probably I'm the more glad that's not. Thing. Yeah, I'm glad that's not how he went out though. Like, if he would have got well, yeah, him, that was sucked. <laughs> And, uh, oh Cat, yeah, but Cat still, Bane, he was like the uh, what's that dog whisperer? You know who I'm talking about? That oh uh, yeah, that episode of South Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. That's exactly it. Caesar Milan, Caesar Milan, Caesar Milan. That's it. I got you. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just have the rancor like go back to the like. Why was he still there at all? Like once he like ran away or whatever, I thought he was just gonna go back to the castle or whatever. Nah, he went full fucking King Kong and was, like, terrorizing the city. And I don't know why. Like, I get it. It's a rancor, and he's supposed to be badass. But, like, as he's running home, maybe have him, like, run through buildings and shit. That would be cool. But, yeah. you know. And then you have the scene with the droids before the shields were down where, like, first of all, when the shields are up, everyone's shooting at them like they're going to make a difference, right? I don't understand why. Why the other two people went on the roof for no purpose whatsoever? Like, if you want to have people draw attention, that's fine. Why they went up top, you know, maybe to pick off a couple pikes. But other than that, there was really no purpose to it. And then when the shields are down, nobody's shooting at them. Nobody. That yeah. I had a problem with. <laughs> like, what, what's going on here? It makes no sense. Mean, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. But that, shout out Grogu. With his uh, callback to Ezra Bridger, being able to thank you for saying that. Yes, being able to. But that's also an episode two thing. Anakin did it too. If you remember, he was able to use yeah. Beast Control. Yeah, he did. Oh, yep, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, there was a funny tweet that uh, new rock stars had actually about the Book of Boba finale. Um, and they said Book of Boba finale was like, and then it showed the scene of uh, SpongeBob and Patrick, the whole bikini bottoms on fire. He's like, We did it, Patrick. We saved the city. <laughs> when they're That's running through a butterfly or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I liked <clears throat> my favorite thing that I saw on Twitter today was somebody did a. Uh, callback to i believe it was clone wars i don't think it was uh bad batch when cad bane says i've seen a lot of clones in my days once you've met one you know them all or something like that or i've killed a lot of clones in my days yeah and then he ends up getting killed by a clone it was just like fully poetic um but you know they messed up on a lot they should have had cad bane be the one who killed the tuscans it shouldn't have been the pikes yeah um, you know i wish I wish there would have been a moment when they were hiding in the cantina where Mando, like, I, I can't imagine Mando doesn't know who Cad Bane was, but, like, what's your history with him? And then Boba's just like, many, many years ago. And then it's like a flashback. And then we get the fucking fight scene with the fucking. Yeah, no, we, we need that so bad. We need- Why didn't we just get gonna, the bullet in the head? I'm just going to say this. Are we sure Cad Bane's dead? That's no, he's exactly not dead. So, all right. So, yes. So, let's talk about this. So, he, I, and I don't think, I don't think Boba went down um, because of him being weaker. I think he purposely went down or maybe he didn't purposely go down, but he knew what he was doing with his staff when he whipped around and got him. And then, so then he impales him. But here's the thing. Somebody pointed out on Twitter today that in Bad, Bad Batch, they purposely had Cad Bane with his droid. Now, the droid was probably on his ship waiting for him, and I guarantee you Cad Bane's sitting there before this mission saying, if I don't come back, come for me. And I guarantee you that that noise we heard at the end, Mike. That's the beeping I was about to say. Yeah, that's it. The beeping was his beacon. I guarantee you, I think his name is Toto. 
Jose? I'm not sure. Well, Toto. his yeah, yeah, yeah I think it is. It I can hear him saying it in my mind. Yeah, his droid Toto. I guarantee he comes and picks him up and says, "Let's get out of here." And then, but who knows if we'll see it again? But 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 here's the thing. Now, I don't know if you guys saw this, but somebody was pointing out how great this Cad Bane appearance was on Twitter. And let me read this off to you really quick because I don't even think you guys saw this. Uh, let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it. Unless while, you're, while you're looking for it, let me just say, um, when it zooms out in the city right after that scene, after he gets stabbed, when it's like panning out, his body's not there. His body's not there. You know, it's, it's right after the beeping and it's, it's, you know, when all the townspeople are running back in or whatever, and it, it shows where they were just fighting and his body's not there. So just throwing that out there too. Okay, I found it. So right. some, some girl... And this is annoying. She goes, I like his little teeth and his cute little cowboy hat. And it was like, okay. But then Rosario Dawson quote tweeted it. And she said, me too. Was mesmerized by him. Loved seeing this character live action finally. I hope we get to, in quotes, work together. Oh, I need I it. Saw that. I saw Ahsoka that. knows Cad Bane very, very well. Yeah. She sure does. So- so why would why would she tweet that unless he's not dead and he's gonna be back in Ahsoka? Thrawn hiring Cad Bane, absolutely sign me up. Dude, absolutely sign the me blue up. crew. Call him the blue crew. Yeah. I don't give a damn. Call him whatever you want. Yeah, dude, he's so good. He's he's one of the greatest villains from Clone Wars. His acting is great. The voice acting is great. He's just a badass. You know whether or not Even you think the they best do. villains teaming up Thrawn and Cad Bane. Just please, please. Oh my God! Don't don't even toy with me. I don't even think that'd be fair. No, they they have to win. I'm sorry, it's so good. Yeah. They have to win. I almost want them to. I think, <laughs> and and I want to go. I want to go off um, Dylan's theory. I think, like if if he was alive or if he took the fall on purpose, it's so that he can come back and say, you know, I, I knew you were a killer. Like, and now, and now that I, I know that you can be one again, I need your help. And like, maybe they team up again because they're both bounty hunters or whatever. I, I, like, I don't know, you know, but the way that they talked and their history and all this well, other Cat stuff. Well, Cat Bane trained him. So, I mean, he took him in after his father died. I know. That's right. So, um, kind of a weird ending to wrap up with all the – crew meeting up in the city and then yeah chris anson gets the fruit and then that's just kind of how it ends and i thought okay well weird ending but it's got to have a great mid-credit scene but then we just see Vanth in the backup tank and i thought that was a wasted mid-credit scene uh what did you guys think very much wasted yeah. very much because I, i'm i'm sitting there going like really that i mean like i knew he wasn't dead like the, where he was shot, I'm like, yeah, just give him the back to the tank and he's fine. And that's exactly what happened. I was like, I didn't mean any credit to see on that. What I wanted was something with Luke or something in relation to Mando season three coming up. Yeah. If anything, this with Cobb Vanth, it tells me that there's probably a season two Book of Boba sometime in the future, which I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. But in terms of him being in there, just like I would have preferred Luke or something to tease season two. Like, I don't know who's, who's the one I, I keep, I keep forgetting the bounty hunter's name. Um, that's Bosk. in Bosk. 
why not tease him and mm-hmm. have him hired by somebody or have him hired by the Pikes? Yeah. Saying you know him better than anyone else. Well, you're telling me you're telling me that the one leader that Fennec Shan took out was like the head of the Pikes, like that this was it. This is all that the Pikes yeah. existed of. There's somebody else out there that they work for, and I really or, do think it's or even uh, or Red Dawn, like is something with that. Like there's so much you can do with it right now. Or uh, what's her name from Solo? Kira. Like a, Kira. Kira. Yeah, that's what it was. I, I thought it was Kira. I wasn't sure. Why not have something like that in the end credits where it's like, okay, Tatooine has fallen. We need to get it back. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why couldn't you do that? Right. Okay, fine, whatever. So so what I thought was going to happen, because uh, obviously everyone's still alive. Mando's not dead, whatever. He still had issues with the Darksaber in the fight. This is what I thought they were going to tease for at least season three, or at least so we can cut to him using the Darksaber in a better fashion, right? It shows him going back to the planet with Luke and Grogu and him coming up to Luke and saying, I don't know how to use this. Will you train me? I think that would have been so like, even if it's just so just so that you can have him using the Darksaber better in season three and focus on him reclaiming his Mandalorian status with the Darksaber at, at the behest of Luke or whatever. Even if you tease that, I think that would have been so rewarding. Like, you know, I, I love I love Banth, but dude, you know, he was a good character. He had his time. Great act, no. great acting. You know, do we really need him alive? Wasn't like, worth it. Yeah, dude, throw Cod, that, throw that, Cad Bane in the freaking. That could have been something tank. they could have just thrown in the beginning of season three of Mandalorian. Right, dude. So yeah. that yeah. was nothing. Like I would have been, <clears throat> I would have been great. It would have been great to have a mid credit, ed credit scene of Cad Bane and his droid on his ship, and. You know, he's just like, we're not done here. And like, he just needs to heal first before he comes back. But it seems like Boba might be leaving Tatooine because he's like, I'm not cut out for this. And I don't know. I don't know. And he leaves it to the mods to take Mm -hmm. care of it. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I will say my favorite scene of this entire episode was the very end with Grogu and Mando in the N1. And Grogu's tapping on the glass because he wants to go fast. Can we can we just call that Naboo Starfighter? That's Anakin's Naboo Starfighter. He left it there. They found it. He's flying Anakin's. Fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I love Grogu. Grogu is the best. Who doesn't love Grogu? What was, your, what was your favorite scene from the whole show? Do you have one? Um, let's go down the panel, Alex. What's your favorite scene from the entire show? Ahsoka and Luke. Ahsoka and Luke. I died. <laughs> Brandon? It had to be – that's really tough. I would say Ahsoka, Luke, or I would say Cad Bane versus Cobb Vant. Mike? So I'd probably say either uh, Banth versus Bane, um, but I'm, I'm also leaning towards some of um, the intro. Like, the, like, I thought the train fight was a really cool scene and him, uh, okay. him kind of – yeah doing some of that also anything with the assassin yen fennec shan fennec shan thank you i always so basically episode six was by far the best episode. it was the best episode it was oh, the best it was perfect yeah so yes. my favorite scene in this entire series was the main reason this show was created and it was boba escaping the sarlacc pit okay that's fair. that's up there too for me that is up there yeah. too. seeing him in the belly of the beast 
with the clone trooper in there and him having to get oxygen and just it was a weird way of him getting out with just flaming and cutting through but the i mean just the fact that we see him climb through the sands of tatooine with the twin suns beaming down and uh i that was my favorite scene other than luke and grog or yeah luke and grogu training and him riding on his shoulders like yoda did love that yeah. callback that's such a cool anything with luke and it was amazing i actually really also liked the bar fight scene with the speeders when boba first thought that they were going to have a problem and he went to that bar and killed all those guys you remember that scene yeah oh yeah oh that's yeah. such I a thought, great fight scene. i thought you were talking about the the scene with the mayor because that's that's pete boba that's the one you want badass boba that's yeah. that's w- w- name another fight scene that he won by himself because when when chrysanthemum was in this when he grabbed him out of the water tank right he had he had help for that i mean he really wasn't like peak boba dude i mean i don't i mean i know he's old man but like you know <clears throat> yeah but yeah great uh i'd like to end this book of boba chapter close the book on our final ratings for the entire show so brandon Give me your final rating for the entire show. Well, give me your episode seven, and then give me your uh, full, full season. Episode seven, I give it six and a half out of ten. Um, overall series, though, not going to lie, I really enjoyed pretty much every episode. I was just really let down on this last episode. Um, I'd probably give it. I'll stay safe and I'll give it eight out of 10, honestly. Mike. Okay. So two things. Number one, the last episode was directed by the person that did spy kids. Uh, not many people. know. <laughs> it explains a lot. Dead. No dead serious. Look it up. Uh, second explains a lot. Um, he directed, the- he directed almost every episode except for the Bryce Dallas Howard episode. Yeah. I mean, I know, but I just, I, I couldn't help, but throw that in. <laughs> And so I was feeling it too. I also want to point out that um, aside from uh, Avengers Endgame, there aren't really many big, big, big battle scenes. Like it's always just fighting. I felt like I was watching an episode from Clone Wars season one where it's just blasters back and forth. There's not really anything happening. Um, so the final episode, I'm probably going to give like a six out of 10. Still love Cad Bane and, and Boba and Mando, but yeah, you know, the whole so much filth dude and 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 also setting up the mechanic to to fall in love with like you know that that very classy preacher guy or whatever it was she's calling him like pretty face and all that the negotiator <laughs> yeah you know i mean it's an upgrade from one of the jawas but i mean you know <laughs> the whole show though i really loved it the fact that i could sit down and binge the whole show in a day and and still like like have my eyes glued to the screen. The stuff with Mando stuck out. The fight on the bridge, anything with the dark saber, you know, building the ship. I mean, there's just there's so much to love and there's so much lore. And every time you're right, dude. I felt like I was a kid again watching some of this stuff, dude. It's peak Star Wars more than it ever has. You know, I'm forgetting in my mind that the sequels are even a thing because when I think about them, it brings down the whole tr- uh, series for me. So I'm I'm gonna say that this show is a solid eight out of ten i want to go higher because some of this stuff was so good seeing luke just it just made me feel like i was like i was back like in the past i agree i wanted to go higher yeah. as well but i i just yeah with that finale it i know was really hard to go in i'm gonna say 8.25 and i'm gonna and i'm gonna keep it right there oh man so there you go 
Alex? I'm going to six on the final episode. I felt it was underwhelming. Uh, the final battle just, I thought there could have been more done. I also am a little bit biased. I wanted Grogu to stay, uh, but I knew that was not going to happen. Yeah. Or at least I was hoping he'd come back, and then by the end of it, you know, Grogu comes to realization he wants to go back, and he goes back to Luke. Yeah. But, you know, I just want the sequels erased. But that's not enough to bring it down <laughs> even more. Uh, it was still solid, so I'll give it a six. In terms of the series, I give it a strong eight. Um, I loved everything, probably right up to just the underwhelming nature of the final battle but it's not like it's terrible it's just underwhelming you know so i'm not going to dock really much for that but everything else is just it's brilliant i mean like everything up until then just perfect i couldn't have done better myself i gave this episode a solid six and a half out of ten um only because i was also underwhelmed but uh the series in total was a solid 8.5 out of 10 um, I really got to be careful with how I set my expectations, especially with how much I look into theories and rumors and all the research I do for these series between Marvel, Star Wars, and now DC with like Peacemaker um, and other series that are to follow. But by that high expectation I set, I have a horrible, horrible result when Han Solo doesn't show up or you know something like that crazy doesn't happen. And we don't get that, but John and Dave did this for a reason, I would hope. I mean, there has got to be some explanation behind it. Um, so I can't wait to see the behind-the-scenes uh, episodes because I'm sure they're going to put that out on Disney Plus soon, probably within the next few weeks. Um, so I'd like to hear what they have to say more about it. But really great show, really good Star Wars, some of the best Star Wars I've ever seen. Um, but, yeah, closing the Book of Boba. Moving on to Kenobi. Um, and with that, uh, Kenobi, I just found out that they casted Rupert Friend as the Grand Inquisitor. I don't know much about Rupert Friend, but he looks like he's got a pretty decorative resume for film. So that'll be cool now that we're finally getting some more uh, casting. And it gives you a Rebels tie-in with the Grand Inquisitor, which is great. Yeah. So I will not hate that at all. No. Rupert Friend looks like he went like three rounds with Rocky. I mean, this guy's got like, like a chiseled face. He's got chunks <laughs> out of it. I mean, he 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 just looks like he's he's gonna get some shit done. He also looks like he did like a Hitman cameo or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Oh, there's a couple shirtless pictures on here. Um, I'm just, <laughs> but yeah, All right. he, yeah. All right, Horn Dog. We're gonna head into the ad break, and when we come back, we've got a new segment called "What We Got Wrong." All the theories that we got wrong in that last panel, and we have the three blue milks, the random questions to wrap up the show. Okay, so it's time for the new segment, "What We Got Wrong." All the wrong theories that we have for the Book of Boba. <laughs> So, the first thing that we got wrong as a group was Han Solo. <laughs> Han Solo never showed up, and we were 100% on that, Brandon. Yeah, we were. We were. We were. We were Han Solo or Chewie 100% was going to be in it. And, uh, uh, no, I was, uh, I was wrong. It's okay. But the next thing that we got wrong was Mace Windu and that purple lightsaber. 
Oh, oh come on, you guys really? <laughs> come on. I said that was a long shot. I uh, but I think Alex really sold was sold on it. <laughs> I loved oh. I love Mace Windu. That is my Jedi Master right there. Yes. Hey, that, 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 that would have sold, especially he just came in with the purple lightsaber and said, motherfucker, just <laughs> This party's over. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got the Han Solo, Leia, and Ben Solo showing up at Luke's Temple Theory Wrong for the end credit scene of this episode. Um we got Omega wrong. We thought Omega might show up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Which I okay for a split two. second, a split second, I thought the back to tank was Omega. That would have been amazing. I would have like, how do you out. explain that? Like, where did Omega just come from? And what if there was a scene where not a scene, like a, a moment where when Cad Bane's getting stabbed, if he did die, what if he was just like you fight like your sister or something, something like that. And he's just like, that would have been amazing. Cause then it's like, what? And then maybe season two of book of Boba is him searching for Omega. <laughs> like, come on. I mean, so could be crazy. That would have, that would have, that alone would have saved the episode. Yeah. Yes. Cause as much as I didn't really like Omega in the bad batch, like it's still sweet. Cause now you're like incorporating in a live action, just like seeing Cad Bane in live action, Ahsoka in live action. Whenever you convert these animated characters to live action, it's just incredible to see it and done well. I I, I think they're going to establish Omega more in the Home Wars Bad Batch series and then announce towards the end of it, hey, Book of Boba season two, and we've cast an Omega. Mm-hmm. So other than Omega, the other big thing that we got wrong was Kira and the Crimson Dawn. Yeah, disappointing. Yeah, that one was it is what it is, my friends. But it's now time for the three blue milks. The three random questions to wrap up this show. Brandon, do you want to kick us off with this first one? Sure. I'll go ahead and kick us off. So uh, blue milk number one is Disney hires you to spruce up the galaxy's edge. What is the ride or experience that you are adding to the park? Oh. Pick who wants to go first or I can go first. Doesn't matter. Uh, I'll let them think a little bit. Dylan, go ahead and go first. So if I had to pick an experience or a ride for Galaxy's Edge to spruce up Disney World, I'm going to go with a VR virtual reality simulator of the Battle of Geonosis. You get to choose whether you're in the droids or I'm sure everyone's going to pick to be a Jedi with a lightsaber. Or you can be a clone that flies in with Yoda. But basically you and we'll just say 12 others come in with the headsets and you're fighting to beat the battle of Geonosis and to capture Count Dooku. Hmm. I don't mind that. Not in the slightest. I'm thinking more so. And honestly, I would get rid of, you know, smugglers run. That's what I would do. The first thing I do is give her a smugglers run. It's very basic. I would create a whole X-wing rogue squadron area and create an immersive rogue squadron experience especially with the movie coming out because number one the game is outstanding you know all three are outstanding everybody loves them everybody has wanted to sit in a freaking x-wing so you know you make the ride like almost like you sit in a pod that is designed like an x-wing fighter you're sitting in it and yes, does it have smugglers run stuff in it? Sure, you could do that, or you could make an actual ride out of it. I don't know how you would do that because I'm not 
an Imagineer, but I'm sure they could come up with something that would just blow our socks off. And that was what I always wanted to be. The first thing I wanted to be was not a Jedi. I wanted to fly a goddamn X-Wing and blow up <laughs> the Death Star. Screw the lightsaber. I want the cool X-Wing. Mm-hmm. Mike, what um, do you think? So I have two really, really interesting ideas that everyone here is going to hate. Um, number one, I've always loved Dathomir. I've always loved the planet, the lore, you know, between Ventress, Maul, uh, Savage. I mean, it's incredible. And the world's great. The creatures are great. I think, dude, like, an adventure like 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 a vr style like lightsaber-esque adventure where you just walk through dathomir like like you're walking through the streets you're you're like among them and then you have to like do some sort of you know i'm still kind of working out the ideas in my head because i I just love the planet and i'm trying to make it work but like some sort of final boss fight where you either beat savage and then befriend him to team up against palpatine at that end of uh, clone wars season four or whatever it is which is so good um and my other my other idea which is more realistic than anything with dathomir um as cool as that is um i have i I think it would be so cool to that like western scene with the shootout like if you could either play as mando or play as the marshal or gino carano's character or one of those characters and like you're walking through like this western style like just like freetown you know you're walking through and you have, you know, either the pikes uh, or, you know, like different like boss fights where it's just like a one and done like Western style. Like you, you grab your gun and you point it at the screen like really quick, like, you know, see how fast your reflexes are and, and how good your aim is. And you get to like, you know, like the Western like space samurai shampoo style thing that I've always wanted, especially after watching this. It's like supplanted in my mind that this is like such a cool idea that I wish they would do. So there you go. Almost like a bounty hunter experience. I mean, you have a Jedi experience, Smuggler's Run, Rise of Resistance. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. Bounty yeah, add, add in an entire area for bounty hunter. Like replace Smuggler's Run with mine, and then do bounty hunter. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, then that'd... fix then fix the damn hotel because that's just a travesty. Yeah, that one's a travesty. Yeah. Yeah, remove the termites. Those weren't in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so are you? What I would do, actually, I changed a mine after I heard uh, Mike over here. So my idea now is that you're a surviving Mandalorian on the day of a thousand tears. Ooh. And you have to exca- um, escape Mandalore. Oh. Ooh. That's incredible. Ooh, I like it. Give, yeah. give me a series of that. I Shit. am here for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just tear down. Like, if you're yeah, listening, I'll I'll take the money on that one. Tear down California Adventure and just put all of this in. Like screw California Adventure, create a whole Star Wars adventure. I mean, you could just take the way to the state of California, and I'd be fine with that. <laughs> well, I, I get it, but like that's the probably easiest place you could do it. So <laughs> yeah. All right, Big Blue Milk number two. Now, this is a follow-up from episode six with Grogu's big decision. If you were in Grogu's shoes, not just the storyline, but if you were in this situation and you got to choose between becoming a Jedi or a Mandalorian, what would you choose? Uh, Can I go first? Yes. All right. Um, I love both of these characters, and I understand Grogu's attachment, but if I could get five more seconds of him 
like telling me about Yoda and talking with Luke and being around, um, you know, that temple, getting Jedi training, finding what it's like to be in Luke's little backpack and jumping around and using the force and, and finding out more about that and the Jedi training. I'm sorry, Mando, but that he didn't, you know, he needed me, but not really. They could have found a way to, you know, slow the rancor down. I, I would have, I would have picked Luke in a second, dude, you know, between him and Ahsoka and the planet was beautiful. I mean, and getting Jedi training from the man who got Jedi training from, from me, like, or from like the, the other version, you know, you mean from Grogu's probably. dad? <laughs> yeah. Grogu's dad or whatever. So, yep. So I would say being a Jedi. BP. So, honestly, I see myself more as a Mandalorian before a Jedi, honestly. I think Jedi would be cool, but I think that, especially the way that Luke's have, like, teaching them, it's still a very strict lifestyle, um, the way they live. And Mandalorians, like, I don't know, they're more in honor of, you know, their, their creed and yeah. what they do. Um, I just see more of myself as a Mandalorian than I do a Jedi. If I'm in Grogu's shoes, I go the path I take because, again, one thing we didn't talk about from – well, I didn't at least – is seeing Order 66 from his eyes and seeing the trauma that he experienced. Yeah. From Grogu's perspective, he makes the right decision. I mean, you go through that. I, I think he disconnected from the Force himself. So yeah. he pulled a Luke, which he had a rightful decision to do that. If it's me – I'm probably staying with Luke mostly because that's more of my personality, uh, more of letting go and, you know, trying not to have attachment and, you know, moving forward, you know, and chasing, you know, things down. So it would be a tough lifestyle. That's for sure. And I'm a little disappointed. Luke is holding on to the Jedi ways you know, especially after Yoda's pretty much admitted we've all been wrong. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, hey, I'm still probably picking Jedi. You know, I'm still picking the lightsaber. That's fair. I'd be a Mandalorian for sure. Not too, I'm not badass enough to be a Mandalorian. <laughs> not too cool with a lightsaber. I wouldn't have all the crafty sword skills. I'd uh, be better off with the armor and the gun slinging. And the jetpack. But I think I'd just fit in better as a Mandalorian rather than following the Jedi and not being able to, you know, protect the ones I quote unquote love because you got to detach any attachments. And I don't know, I, I can't follow all those rules. But then again, you got so many other rules as a Mandalorian if you're following Mando's creed. I mean, if you're going to follow like Bo Katan's creed, it's not as bad, but definitely a Mandalorian here. You look like one with that stash. This is the way. I mean, I'll follow Bo Katan's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, way? if I'm part of Bo Katan's creed, I'm hanging with Sasha Banks. Oh, yeah. You know? Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's either Ahsoka, Ahsoka or Sasha Banks, dude. And Sasha Banks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. After right. the Royal Rumble, Sasha Banks. <laughs> so, for the final Blue Milk, what was the most surprising part of this season? Cad Bane. Cad Bane. I, I did not see that one coming. I should have. 
I thought they would go Bosque instead. Um, I really thought they would go that route. So when I'm seeing, you know, Cad Bane, I'm freaking out. Like, I, I thought it was possible we would get Luke and, you know, Ahsoka and Grogu. There, there had to be that once the Mandalorian came in. Cad Bane, I never saw coming. Like, tip of the cap to Dave Filoni. I bet you he fought like hell for that. And it really didn't take much convincing. But, like, man, that – I just am sad he only got, like, ten minutes in the whole freaking right. thing. So I need more. I need more of him. Yeah, I had a I had a good feeling that Cad Bane was going to be in it, especially when I heard Dave Filoni was directing um, episode six. Um, I just had a feeling, you know, that's his time to come in. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I would say the biggest surprise to me was uh, Chris Anton, honestly. I'd never heard of Chris Anton. I honestly thought – I remember – we talked about this on the last time we were on the podcast. Um, I thought it was Tarfu almost at first, <laughs> um, at first glance, or, or Tarfolk, whatever his name was. Um, the other Wookiee that was with Yoda and Chewbacca. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was him at first, and then it was cool, you know, going back and seeing more about, like, Chris Santon's history and, you know, learning more about that. I thought that was very interesting that they finally brought him kind of out of nowhere and just plopped him into the book of boba um yeah definitely so for me i mean obviously cad was huge uh but that's already been said i'm i'm surprised two things one i'm surprised they made a reference um to uh jedi fallen order uh by bringing the droids in um his his special droid that he got uh made an appearance not the same one obviously but the same type of droid which I believe is the first, BB. yeah, BB, which is the first time I believe in this lore that we've seen it outside the game, that specific droid type. I want to say that um, unless it was in like bad batch or something on the side, but this is the first time we've seen it, especially live action. So that was a, that was kind of a pleasant surprise, um, which also led me think that maybe Cal was kind of somewhere, but. Um, oh no, I think he's shown up either in uh Mandalorian season three or somewhere in Ahsoka. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say, uh, Honestly, I think it's probably going to be Ahsoka, especially with the story. Probably. Um, my second surprise, though, is I'm. it's kind of a bad surprise. I'm surprised how little we see of Boba Fett kicking ass. I mean, you just don't see it. Again, they gave the assassination of the Pike leader, not to Boba Fett, but to, but to Yen, right? So, yeah, Yen Shin. So, you know, and, and there's really not that much – there's not that much for him to – do i hate to say that but you know uh yeah i'm surprised that that way and then i'm also surprised i was surprised that he killed cad bane you know quote unquote whatever but you know that was that was probably my biggest one i'm surprised how little they did with boba fett so my biggest surprise was just seeing ahsoka i mean i know we're kind of in that wave of like dave can do what he wants he was the director he loves ahsoka um but in my head, I had it that she at this point was just on her way to find Ezra and she's going to find Thrawn. So I was just surprised to see her with Luke. And then when we got the scene with her and Luke, all I could think of when he said, will I ever see you again was the idea of a possible moment in Ahsoka's series where they're by a campfire talking and then Anakin comes up behind the both of them as the force goes talking to them. I swear to God, if that happens, I'm dead. I'm dead. Yeah. Oh, dude. I, 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 I probably will cry 
my eyes out if that happens. Oh my god, don't. It's like talking to his kids, bro. They ha- it has to be. It has to be. It's like a heartfelt moment between him and Luke and then him and Ahsoka. Oh my god. I'm and actually you- going to cry if that happens. <sighs> See, this is where I fall into that category of these stupid high expectations. But no, like, no, it's never gonna happen. <laughs> like, Be I mean, surprised. they're just. What if he? What if he sits there and he's asking Ahsoka about his father, and she tells a story about something that they did in the Clone Wars, and then she's gonna make some snarp or snippy con- or comment about things, something that he did, and then he'll come up behind and be like, and hey, say snipped. something like. If you're going to tell the story, tell it right or tell it the correct way or something like that. Yeah. And then they'll both just be like, oh my gosh. And then it'll be like your typical, like, Disney show. Your typical Disney show when, like, a star comes on TV and you're all like, the crowd's like, (laughs) you know that meme where the people react at the bar going crazy, jump up and down? That's it. That's (laughs) it. They, like, vomit the mouth. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So we got a lot of good things coming, Ahsoka and or Bad Bad. What is the purpose of Ahsoka? Like, like if not for scenes like that, you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, I it's to bring in Ezra into the picture, but, you know. Because that's going to hopefully be the future of Star Wars is Ezra Bridger, Grogu, and then I guess Rey. But I think I will say this. And Get her ass out of there. I think Grogu will eventually go back to Luke. I do well, think Grogu eventually goes back. I liked the theory that was brought up about Mando taking him back and saying, I need help with the dark saber, dark saber. I think that's going to happen. And I think that's where, you know, Luke kind of makes himself distant to Grogu and Grogu sees him training and sees how intense it's going to be and what he's going for. And it's not the path he wants. And he goes back to Luke. Yeah. And Grogu stays. Yeah. Yep. It'll happen at like the end of season three. Yeah. Well, that's all I got. What a great season. Great show. Uh, cannot wait for Kenobi. May 25th, just announced today. Uh, we will hopefully have you guys back if you'll come back. We'll talk some more about Kenobi as it nears. Give Only if I can say hello there. <laughs> well, I'll do our hello best. There. <laughs> well, I'll do our best hello there. It's the intro. Um, yeah, we'll have our wildest theories, and then we'll uh, have to catch up after the series and do what we got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so everything. basically everything that we said like five seconds ago you can just yep. <laughs> we'll see you in may all right guys um till next time i'm your host dylan fields with brandon park alex hill mike tortorella this has been star wars saturday on refill and chill give us a follow on itunes leave a review and until next time may the force be with you peace out goodbye there <laughs> Chill out, dig one.